done. What? <laughs> <laughs> None. I was just going to say the fucked around and met a modern day Raheem. A modern day Rah fucking him. Oh, you remember? Mm-hmm. You remember? Not really, though. <laughs> you had to jog my memory, though, because the bitch be forgetting key mm-hmm. points in the night when I get fucked up and I was out of there that night. Yeah, I remember. But we did have a conversation. We was we like, did. oh my God, a young dude named Raheem. Yeah. If, if that is his real name, right? It wasn't that kind of setting where he should lie about being named Raheem. Right. Because, yeah, we don't give a fuck about you lying about your name. Yeah. 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 Last Raheem I could think of was Juice. Yeah. Raheem. Or Raheem Devon, the singer. Oh, he don't count. Why he don't? I mean, he count, but I don't think of him when I think of Raheem. And you got to be a strong ass Raheem. 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 Yeah, he was a soft, meek, and meager ass Raheem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shouts to uh, Raheem Devon, though. Yeah. And Betty Raheem and all the other. All and all the Raheems of the world. Not all the Raheems of the world. Yeah, yeah. Raheem. Yeah, I, I've never met a Raheem though in person. That was the first. Until yeah, yeah. Me. Raheem. No, I think that's my first Raheem. Mm-hmm. That's a black ass name. Yeah, that is a black powerful ass name. Mm-hmm. Raheem. That shit powerful as hell. Mm-hmm. Like you need to be out there doing something. Go protest or something. Okay. Nigga. Do something. Raheem. For real. Don't change the world, nigga. City girls make a wish like Ray J. Okay, bitch. Talk to him. <laughs> hey. What's up? What's up? Delicate Dominance Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome. Episode number 42. It's Otto. And Queen P. Back again. With the back again. And so are you guys. Glad that you're back to kick it with us um, for another week of all of our antics and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Of course. Welcome back. As always, hope y'all staying safe, prosperous, getting good sex. Mm, good one. Good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shit, loving on each other. Mm-hmm. And always. During the sex. During the sex? After the sex? Yeah. All of that. For sure. <laughs> How you doing, babe? How was your week? My week is always wonderful when I spend time with you. That's true. That's true. I'm I'm that's true. I mean, I, I mean, I feel the same way about. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. I had a trash week. <laughs> I, I, I fucked the moment up, but it was still it was wonderful. I spent time with you and the god babies and the family, and it was just all lovey dovey yeah, and everything. Right. Shouts out to Breezy Breeze. <laughs> a happy birthday to you, little Miss Mamas. <laughs> birthday baby mm-hmm. celebrated the third birthday mm-hmm. and it was really nice like it was a good time yeah mm. i had a good time and you know got my mind up for some things that was going on family-wise or whatever That's so good. i was you know happy for that mm-hmm. and just it was it was real good it was, it was nice it kind of took away like the monotony of just like you know work and like all the other shit that just be going on and just to have a little break or whatever so that's always welcome and always cool. are necessary yeah yeah for sometimes sure. yeah sometimes yeah so yeah, i enjoyed i enjoyed that's good that's good no crazy hotel horror stories hotel horror stories yeah, not you personally oh <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 not this week everybody was on their best behavior mm-hmm. but they was making that's it seem good. like everybody was go coming in on some ghoulish, gritty, scary shit and, like they was gonna have on mask and be and, like trying to scare us and shit like that. I'm like, 
nobody coming to this motherfucker right, right now. Like this, right. this is not that tonight. Exactly. This, this is not that right now. Like <laughs> this is different. Yeah, this is not that. So stop tripping. You know they got to be on high alert, high alarm and shit. So, but yeah, wasn't that? That was pretty smooth. That's good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. So for those, some of those same reasons, I had a very good week too. I'm glad to hear it. It was mm-hmm. my baby's birthday, yes. and she seemed to really enjoy herself. And yeah, that's all you know. That's all I need. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She was a princess, Tiana. Okay, from... and was a princess the, the whole night. Okay, yes, princess. She kept all that stuff on all night. And I gotta um give her a shout out to her dad because he made sure she had all that stuff to go with her costume, the gloves and all that dramatic stuff. Oh, so I'm like, oh, you did your thing, Dad. Go ahead. Okay, so, go, Dad. You know, I go gotta get props. Where props is due. So if you happen to stumble upon this, bruh, just kudos to you. You did a good job. And don't be talking shit saying we ain't never gave you your props. Nigga. Exactly. Because whoop, there it is. There it is. Whoop, whoop, whoop. There it is. And um, yeah, so my week was good because of that. Um, you know, we had Halloween and then her birthday. Oh, it was kind of funny that um my son, he at the end of the night, he was sick of it. He was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Party over, party's over, everyone. Like everybody, get the fuck out. Basically, like oh yeah, he really announced that shit at the end. Like all right, everybody, the party's over. No, he said that shit a few times. Like no, I'm kicking bitches out. Like Pam, let's go. And he was like, and it's not funny because he meant it. Get get out. He meant it. The party's fucking over. And it's like he he stepped in the middle of the crowd and told everybody that like the party's over. (laughs) Like somebody asked him to do that. It's like you a whole kid. Like you supposed to want to fucking party all night. Like what is going? Oh, you ready to shut this shit down? Like like. You just need to take a nap. Like you just, you just gotta get a nap in or some shit, or you really got some pressing shit to do. Right? <laughs> like, okay. What is going on? Sonic ain't playing no games. <laughs> yeah. Then he starts speeding by Sonic. That was so cute. Yeah, that was, was. the cutest thing ever. And I really, I do, did get a picture of him where it just looked like a, a blur. I'm gonna show it to you. It was kind of funny. No, you did. You showed oh, it to me. Uh-huh. It was cute as hell. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was good. Pretty good Halloween. You know, I don't really give two fucks about Halloween. So, um, this year I was, you know, I had to go and get, you know, decorations and, sh- you know, shit like that because my baby's birthday is the day after. So, um, I'm going to start getting into it because I kind of have to, you know, right. so yeah. blah. Yeah. And turning it into a Halloween slash birthday party was a good idea. Instead of just being like, no, fuck that, we're going to celebrate on her birthday. Ain't no saying fuck Halloween. Yeah, yeah. So that way you can get the other kids involved right. and they have a reason to dress up and be, right. you know, participate and everything like that as, it, as opposed to it, them just coming to a party. You know, that was a right. good idea to kind of just mash the two together. So yeah. Yeah, I thought that was dope. Yeah, I think I might I might just do that. It kind of worked out for because of Corona because nobody wanted to go trick-or-treat, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I guess maybe some years some parents just wouldn't, you know. I remember going to Halloween parties as a kid on Halloween, right. you know. Right. So I just had to provide an adequate amount of candy. And they were just on bullshit anyway. They was telling people to wash the fucking candy when they was passing it out to people who did happen to pass out candy. Like, what the fuck? I'm not doing What do you mean, wash the candy? Yeah. What the fuck? I'm uh-huh. not about to stick this shit up in, in, in the rent cycle or nothing like yeah. that. Hold this under hot water for 30 seconds. No. I'm not doing that. Exactly. Fuck that. Cancel that shit. Because the kind of candy that I want will melt under that. Because come on. Come on. Like, what is going on? No, thanks. No, thanks with those ideas. Wash the candy. But I did... Um. I did encounter um, like a horror, uh, real life horror type of thing. What, what you mean? 
it's okay. I'm gonna tell it like a scary story. So today, right? Mm-hmm. I went and I voted. <laughs> It was scary. I mean, it wasn't scary like that, but it was just a lot of fucking people. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, if it was like that today, I wonder what it's going to be like tomorrow. Yeah, no, it's going to be fucked tomorrow. And um, the and I was there at about 1030. And uh, I don't know if, if you, what do you call it? The poll master? I don't know what you, what do you call the poll attendee? Uh, we roll with the, that. The, I don't know the, the, the um, ballot box tendee. <laughs> um, she was an asshole. And, you know, I understand you've probably been dealing with a bunch of people and it's been a hard day, but it's only 10 fucking 30. Right. The polls open at 8, right? Yeah. So I just didn't understand why she was so fucking. Like, I felt like she personally didn't want me to vote. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then she probably just thinking about the long ass day ahead. Like, yeah, several more hours to go, bitch. You need to get happy. The fuck? Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to take that in consideration. But you know, we we trying to get everybody to vote. You know what I'm saying? Don't discourage me from coming to this motherfucker. Yeah, and that's and you know that always be my big thing too with dealing with the public. Like, even if you fucking hate your job, if you miserable as fuck, at best you can be as cordial. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like going out of your way to be rude, say smart comments, talk shit. You know, roll your right. eyes, smack your teeth and shit like that. Bitch, come on now. Yeah. Like, yeah. one, that's unprofessional as fuck. And then, two, that shit just not courteous. Like, right. bitch, do one to others, bitch. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I'm sitting here telling her that I, I want to drop off my ballot. And she sit up here arguing me up and down. You don't have a ballot. I'm like, yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. It's right here. It's not a ballot in there. Like, I, bitch, like I just contrived to fucking, oh, I'm going to sneak and get this un, non-ballot envelope so I can sneak in and put it in and shit. Like, bitch. Right. Well, why would I why would I do that? come in to, to put a ballot that I don't have in a box? Like, you know, it's what's the, where's the con? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm, you know, I can understand that she's been going through probably bullshit all day, you know? Well, for the for an hour and a half, okay, <laughs> <laughs> two two and a half hours, but yeah, so I felt accomplished, I guess, because of the wrong thing. Even though, even after I walked out, though, so I guess they doing this thing now when you when you done voting, they waiting on your ass outside. They like, uh, hey, hey, did you vote? First of all, I hate when they set you up when the motherfuckers had them clipboards. Yeah, outside the grocery store and shit. Mm-hmm. First of all, tell me now what the fuck you want before you ask me anything. anything. Right? Don't be setting me up and leading me to the slaughter. Tell me what you need now so I can know how to answer your questions. All right. Because <laughs> I might not feel like signing all that. Oh, shit. Oh, that bullshit, right? So she was out, stay outside. Like, hey, so did you vote? Yeah, or you know, yeah, I voted. All right. Your friends know you voted. Can you text three of them right now? See, and that's the shit that they was hitting you with in the text messages, cause you know you be getting all this shit from Black Pack and then and, and, and NAACP and shit like that. You been getting them text messages? Uh uh-uh. uh No, they be coming to everybody's phone. Like, oh, this is Kayla with NAACP, mm-hmm. and just tell a friend to tell a friend and tell three friends. Mm-hmm. For example, are you gonna tell Molly, Lawrence, Issa? Like, it's really a text message <laughs> like that. I'm really trying to find it. I cannot find that bitch. <laughs> but they really sent a text message that said that literally, Molly. Lawrence and Issa. <laughs> For example, I'm like, bitch, I know what the fuck names are. Like, what are you talking about? Right. What do you mean? Yeah. It's what three to, friends are you going to tell? Like, huh? They just mm-hmm. had to throw something relatable in there. 
So that's what she was trying to say. Like, what, she she was trying to get you to name off three friends that you were going to tell? No, she was going to try to get me to text three people right there. Oh, right then. I there. seen them do it to somebody when, on my way in. And so when I um, came out, I just hurried up and, you know, hear somebody walk by. But then I had went to, like, a store or something, and they caught me outside the store. I'm like, oh, yeah, I already texted them. <laughs> they asked you that already? I'm like, yeah, they mm-hmm. asked me that already. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to be like, is posting it the same as texting three friends? I think right. that's, you know, I got more than three likes. So that's notifying three people yeah. that yeah. I voted. Plus, three yeah. people plus, for sure. But, um... But see, now I feel like when you come out and you say that, they're going to be like, all right, well, can you text three more? And like, mm. how many can you get? Like, bitch, mm-hmm. get no, out of my face. Because I be giving off that body language like, yeah, I did it. Fuck out of here. The, and that's what I'm, I'm saying. Busy. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to waste. That's mm-hmm. why I'm glad you're telling me that, too, because like now yeah, you, you, you ask me, I'm just going to walk past and just be like, no, nah, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Fuck. No, because she was, she was really sitting there with a lady where her, her and the lady was in her phone like, okay, who, like, they, and who else can you text? Like that, like mm. give it up for Joe Biden though, because this is all his doing. Okay. <laughs> he got these motherfuckers out here like that, okay? Because mm. he the motherfucker with the funds to back it, okay? Mm. God, he hired a gang of motherfuckers come out there and vote. You know who you voting for? Mm. <laughs> I'm, talk- I, I'm talking shit. I ain't mad at it. I mean, because mm. any awareness awareness creates. You know what I'm saying? Any awareness creates awareness. I guess you know yeah. what I'm saying. So. It's annoying as fuck, you know what I'm saying? But hopefully, I hope that it swayed, it did it, it actually did sway some people that didn't really was iffy about it or didn't, mm-hmm. you know. They say the people did. who voted early been past the total amount of people that voted four Period. years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said they've been surpassed that mark. And this Michigan is one of the places, I think, too, that made it kind of fairly easy, you know what I'm saying? Because all places wasn't as easy as Michigan was to do yeah. this, but why do y'all make it so hard? Why why can't why can't we just do it and mail our votes in? I wasn't I I didn't trust them to mail my yeah, shit. Yeah, in, I wasn't thrilled about that idea either. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna. I just don't. Y'all could easily say, oh, the mail. You know what I'm saying? Because I know I done got shit lost in the mail this year. Yeah, facts. I guess people done sent shit that I never got, and yeah, and then it was these little rumors floating around that uh, Trump was doing some shit to slow the mail mm-hmm. down so that your shit mm-hmm. don't get there in time. Mm-hmm. All types of weirdo shit going on. But, like, these niggas is trying to win. They are trying to win. Well, I guess we'll see tomorrow. Yeah. I just feel like either way, it's just gonna be a riot. <laughs> like, this is gonna be one big-ass purge. <laughs> Black Lives Matter, I'm a riot. For real. She gonna be nuts. Well, Whatever well, way it goes. Bring it on. One party gonna still gonna... It's still gonna be everyday life. We still gonna be living. And so, whatever y'all gonna do, just go on and do it. Let's keep on with the shit. Let's keep on with the keeping on shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, did you? You the one that told me about. Um, well, no, I heard about it, but I wasn't gonna watch it because I thought it was cringeworthy. I don't like. Real cringy shit. You know, what, what's that? Um, the interview. Oh, with, uh, Mike Tyson uh, and Pussy. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't gonna watch it because I don't like awkward moments. I don't like watching awkward moments. You know. Yeah, I feel you. And I heard about it um, before I seen. You know, before I actually seen the interview, I heard about it. I thought maybe it was old. But uh, you know, I guess it had just came out the uh, Mike Tyson interview with Pussy Badass, and. First of all, let me say, we love Boosie here. Okay. He's he's friend he's, of the show. <laughs> right, right. 
All right. Hopefully, he'll, he'll come on one day, okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put that in the air. Okay. We're going to manifest that. All right. We love to have you right. on Daddy ass. <laughs> but um, I love Boosie. I love, I just love his raw, unfiltered opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's not a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is just censored as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And including, include, I would include me and I'd be censored as hell. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, I think it come off, it just, it grasps you in another way when you can tell that somebody is going no whole bar. You can tell it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, well, motherfucker, I just think what I think. And I'm sorry, not sorry. Yeah. And it is, it's admirable. It, it definitely is, you know, to see somebody like that and just unfiltered and not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. But because of all of the online comments and shit like that that I was seeing about it, that's really what brought, you to brought it. me to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I went in there with the mindset, like, damn, they on there talking about Mike Tyson was kind of sunning that nigga. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, or they, cut into him. Yeah, kind of cut into him, whatever like that. snapped and went off on him. Well, him. see, no, I didn't hear that, though. The way that I they did. were playing it was... They made it seem as if Mike Tyson was son him and just Boosie wasn't saying shit or whatever like that. And I thought about it. I was like, well, damn. He asked that nigga, was he gay and Boosie ain't snapped? Let me let me take a look and see what the fuck this is. You know what I mean? Because I kind of went there with the mindset too. Like, damn, did, did, did he did he go off on him? Did he throw some shade? Did he mm-hmm. son that nigga and he ain't say nothing? Like, what's, what's up? You know, because I right. actually had a discussion with my homegirl about that too. Shout out to Nisha. But, um, you know, I was talking about him like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? With Boosie or whatever like that. You know, Mike Tyson... Got a little out of hand and shit like that. Like, I know that ain't the case or whatever. So I'm glad that I was able to actually watch it for myself and get, you know, like my own view of it. Uh-huh. Because if I just went off what the internet said, I'd just been thinking that nigga had got hold the whole time. Because right. that's what the narrative was, you know. Mm-hmm. But when I watched it, I just saw an OG kicking game to a nigga that was younger, you know. And that's really kind of what it was at the end of the day. Yeah. So yeah. it was, and- it'd be funny to see your perspective shift you know what i'm saying from what you thought something was gonna be and exactly my point exactly for a nigga to just listen you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's so taboo niggas just can't believe he got son because he just sat there and listened to what the nigga gotta say mm-hmm. and you know what i'm saying and put his pride to the side you don't gotta click clack click clack up and go off on everybody that you know what i'm saying Say some shit that you may not necessarily like, right? Know? Or test you a little bit, you know, not even test you like that, but you know what I'm saying, like just kind of shake your exterior a little bit, yeah. you know. And I think it was mature, you know what I'm saying. But some people will take that, like I think Mike Tyson was saying it in there. Some people will take that. At, well, he wasn't talking about that exact scenario, but people take certain shit that you do or your silence, or if you take shit a certain way than just lashing out in violence or reacting as being a bitch. You right. know what I'm saying? Or you got punked or whatever like that. Yeah. yeah. When, not the case. Yeah. And when it, reality, it really is you mastering your emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, he talked about that too. Mm-hmm. Like, when you become a master of your emotions, a motherfucker don't be able to live rent free in your head. A motherfucker don't be able to control how you react to shit. Right. How you feel about some shit that was said you get to control that right and at the end of the day when you think about certain shit a lot of the shit don't even really bother you per se you're bothered by what it looked like to other motherfuckers mm-hmm. you know yeah you're bothered by that yeah. that's what bothers right. you so you feel like you have to have x y and z reaction so you can look like x y and z you know right yeah 
Yeah. So I'm really glad that he brought that point up and shit because you know that's that that's real shit. That shit that we go through all the time on a day to day. And mm-hmm. when I first started, I mean, I don't really want to call it like a. I mean, I guess you can call it like a spiritual awakening when I just kind of looked into myself and you know saw like who I am and shit like that. I came to terms, you know, with that sort of shit. Like, you know, I'm not really just a type of bitch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm really kind of just lay back want to have a good time, good conversation, and just let that be that, you know? But in certain situations, you be feeling challenged. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh And bitches is doing that, it feel like, on purpose. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whether it be for, you know, entertainment or for them to look a certain way or whatever it is. But when you master your emotions and you're able to see that, it'd be a beautiful thing. Yeah. That growth, that, you know, experience and you and who you are and coming to terms and being okay with yourself and being like, okay, yeah, bitch, you want to get a joke off, but bitch, your life is a joke. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You're the joke, bitch. You know? And I and that moment though, mm-hmm. in the moment that it happens, it stings a little bit. Right. Right. It stings a little bit. You know, but it do feel good to be able to be the bigger person and step back and be like, all right, you got that. It ain't even, you know what I'm saying? Right. It ain't even that serious. Right. You you got it. You wanted it. You went after it. You got right. it. Go ahead. Like that's cute. It's yours. You're cute. <laughs> So that part of it, I really liked. And then I liked when he um he kind of, you know, asked a friend too, like, what does your jury mean to you? What does the teeth mean? And, you know, all of the shit that you have. You know, the friend Mo that was with him, with mm-hmm. Boosie. And he basically just told him, like, you know, it's a trophy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mike Tyson, he, he said it. He was like, that was a good answer. I love the fact that you said that. Just, yeah, right. just, just being 100. Like, look, that's what this is. I came up without shit. And I ain't really afraid to say that shit. I'm a nigga that grew up with nothing. So mm-hmm. now that I got this, I feel like I have something, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people will probably take that as, oh, you rapping too much around material shit. But when you come up and certain shit is out of your reach and you're able to obtain it, that is, you know, goals for a lot of people, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like the most conscious celebrities and shit like that won't they may not admit it you know what i mean like the most conscious eclectic ass people but when you step into that big ass house and shit like that you know because you could get money and buy a house and shit but all them little amenities and extra shit that you didn't put on there right that shit that you're doing because you know you can and right. you done worked hard and that's fine right and you got the money to do it and that's fine for him that's his jury and that's what he wanted to you know spend his money on and that's what he did and that's, that's what right. he did yeah. you know yeah so I mean, it's 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 a it's just it's a weird line with it, you know, as far as the things that you decide to do with what you've earned. Yeah. But everybody's not gonna have the same rationale and the same reason and the same and do the same shit and the same outcomes with their success. Right. So that was another thing that I kind of learned from that interview too. Yeah. And shit, not really a interview it was really a seminar like, right all right i got notes ted talk <clears throat> yeah okay like mm-hmm. it was re- it was a real ass seminar you know uh i listened to i'm back some episodes though but i listened to the mike tyson podcast it's one of the ones i regularly you know what i'm saying it's on my playlist or whatever mm-hmm. and he always be talking about uh you know he done tried like these drugs these different drugs that kind of unlock different shit in your mind, you know what I'm saying? Like basically he's saying he 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 lost his he 
saw the death of his ego. You know what I'm saying? His ego died and he was just, you know, it kind of unlocked different things for him, you mm-hmm. know? So you can just tell that he's talking from a different place. And I think the messenger with shit like that be so fucking important. Yeah. Like the grittier, the more fucked up the person is or was the better you yeah. know and the more relatable yeah because a lot of times you will find points in your life or if your life is still that right now where you be like damn i'm going through that right now or damn i just went through that mm-hmm. or i went through that in the past mm-hmm. you know because most of the times shit people that's listening to the podcast you know like celebrities and shit like that or shit we only hoping to attain half the shit that they obtain you know right so it's like damn to see that it's expired it's inspiring you know it's life lessons and shit you know to be learned there so yeah yeah and i i like when he started going into like the whole you know wearing the jewelry and the clothes and shit like that and he like you know i'm sitting here this is not me mm-hmm. when i'm dressed in this not me this not you like who you are to your core is who you are at home by yourself or whatever mm-hmm. we all are totally different people like you may not like the motherfucker i am when i'm at home you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you may not like the weird shit that I'm into or the shit that I like, you know what I'm saying? He got he got deep into that shit real quick for us. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we all are essentially out here shit, wearing masks on top of COVID mask, on top mm-hmm. of who we really are mask. Shit, shit is all a mask. Mm-hmm. On top of makeup, on top of benign hairspray. We, <laughs> okay, we, we all wearing masks. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so that's true. I did like that he said that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, you know, it was at one point at this shit, and during the shit, I was about to cry. Oh, that shit got heavy. Mm-hmm. It got super heavy. When I think he, uh, he asked somebody asked. I think somebody asked Boosie, you know, what he thought about the shit or what he was thinking about at the moment, mm-hmm. and he could. He was like, he was just stuttering hard as hell. He like, oh, you know, um, you know, just keep talking. You know, mm-hmm. like you in my head. Basically, he was trying to say you. You under I you understand me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We got an understanding. Keep talking. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't got shit to say. I don't got shit to add. I'm taking in the information. You know what I'm saying? It might not, or I'm not saying that it's 100% me. It might not even all be right, or it might not all apply to me, you know? But just learning from your perspective. You know what I'm saying? And he had one of those moments, too, and I can highly relate to this where you be distracted by your own thoughts. Somebody say some real shit to you and it'll be one of those things that resonate real hard mm-hmm. and you just start thinking about it like, damn, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And yeah. you get distracted by your own thoughts because yeah, like, you didn't mm-hmm. you didn't, you didn't honed in on one thing or one yeah. or two things they didn't say mm-hmm. and your yeah. own thoughts distract you. And you I, I feel you on that too because it kind of tugged on my heartstring a little bit too when he just said, you know, you don't seem fully happy. And he was like, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that, that kind of got me a little bit too, so. Yeah. Lucy Boo look always looks stressed the fuck out. He do. He do. He do. Most of these celebrities do though. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, just seeing them, you know, like in intimate interviews like this, or you know, yeah. or like shit, looking stressed out when the fucking paparazzi and cameras and shit like that is in their face, and they just want to have a regular ass day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They just be looking then, miserable. Yeah. I I was I got into it like a um a binge rabbit hole thing where I was look, just looking at like uh, different interactions with the paparazzi. Mm-hmm. That shit is fucking ruthless. Yeah. Like just follow you and 
record you and don't stop recording. It don't matter what the fuck you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just follow you and record you. Yeah. And eat. Don't stop. Yeah. Like, I literally, I, I wanted to go to the store to get some fruit. Ten minute run. And I'm stopped by dozens and dozens of people. Cameras all in your face asking you questions about this and do you love this shit? Are you high right now? Do you ever get nervous? All these fucking questions and shit. That, that, like, I didn't plan on having an interview today, bro. Like, right. I didn't mm-hmm. plan on even seeing anybody. I'm not even dressed like shit. No, you're like, what? You know? And then it, and it'd be a pressure on that, too. You know, you get the cameras and shit flashing and you ain't looking your best and now they posting you on TMZ like, damn. Right. Such and such look fucked up. You know right. what I'm saying? See comments. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, they crazy. So just be all that. So that, on top of that, on top of this, on top of that, it, it gets to be a lot. So, you know, grass is always greener. And the thing of it is, it really made me think about people who, and you know, he was talking about that too, like the kids in Africa and shit like that, who don't have shit, but you see them smiling, mm-hmm. grinning, cheek to cheek. Mm-hmm. So fucking happy. Mm-hmm. But they just got each other. And they you could tell they just got a lot of love around them. Right. And they may necessarily not have shit. And you know it's you know people around us or people you know that we know that may be in a similar boat and shit like that, but they just happy as hell because they happy with themselves and there's people around them that make them happy. Right. And they know the definition of happiness, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's a blessing to be at that point and really, really, really for real know happiness Mm -hmm. and be living it. Mm -hmm. So they will be thinking that shit. I don't know. I don't know. It just. I don't know. That shit, that, that shit got deep. It got deeper than what I... It got deeper than what I... I wasn't prepared I was not ready. Me. I was mad. I'm like, somebody... Boosie wasn't prepared, too. He's like, man, give me some more weed, dog. Okay, shit. yeah. You do <laughs> them. I, oh. I, I got several pre-rolls. Run, run, get them bitches out. I ain't know this was about to be this mine. Right. But mine. But it was, it, was, it was really informal. I can't even just contemplate all the... The jewels that he dropped, you know, and it was an inopportune time and it got real awkward and real, you know, mm-hmm. shifty at first. But after a while, you know, Boosie just, you know what I'm saying? That's how any, you know, when any old head talking to you, I feel like at first be like, oh my God, I do not want to hear this shit right, right now. But eventually you'd be like, you start hearing like, damn, okay. Yeah. Like yeah. when he had the revelation about the his first love and shit. Yeah. She couldn't love me like my mama. I'm like, <laughs> She ain't having it on. Right. He was feeling that part hard as hell. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, hit his, he hit his man's hard as hell. Like, you, nigga, you hear that? You hear that? Like, don't hurt him. Right. He's like, man, I hear it. I hear it. We got it. Yeah, but yeah, that was probably another revelation that he had. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of crazy, too. The, you know, how he. I find that dynamic, period, when you talk about um, a son or, you know, daughter being attracted to her father or men that are like her father because they're attracted to their father. That was father with their first love. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And he was talking about, as a man, you're attracted to women that you see your mother in, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I've... uh, I've always, you know what I'm saying, kept that in the back of my mind, you know. Well, you feel the, that way about yourself? Did am you I attract a, men that you feel are similar to your father? See, I got to really sit down and think about that because 
the first the first thing I think about is I think about appearance, you know. Mm-hmm. And my dad is nothing like the men that I like. You know what I'm saying? My dad is short. You know, I don't like straight guys. Well, he was short. You know. Mm-hmm. And but maybe. I don't know. I was gonna say maybe his spirit, but not even that because shit, he was that nigga was like the life of the party, kind of. You know what I'm saying? I don't really like. Not I don't really like. I you know what I'm saying they okay like the party dudes, but it ain't like I. That's my preference. Yeah, I prefer yeah. laid back guys. You yeah. Know? So that that part I got to do a little bit more research on because right now I thought about that too. Right now I don't see it. Yeah. Except except and, my daddy be doing he used to do pretty much whatever I wanted him to do. And I be wanting these niggas to do whatever I want them to do. Yeah, what and, I want and, them and, to do. And it may not necessarily be your like they have traits a hundred percent similar to your dad, but just maybe certain things, certain positive things that you know you do like, you know? Right, right. So yeah, it, it may not be them. Like a carbon copy, like oh, you know, you have to be just like you know, type of shit. Like you got to be just like them, but yeah, yeah. it may be certain traits that you know you may want them to have that may be similar, you know, to your father. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. What do you notice? Anything like that? Well, my daddy wasn't around, so I don't even really know. <laughs> like I don't have anything to really go off of, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I can't really give you a full breakdown of how my dad is because I don't really know him. Mm-hmm. What age? What age were you when? Like seven. Seven. So you don't really remember anything. Mm, not really. I mean, you know, I remember like doing little stuff together, like want to get ice cream and like shit like that. You know, at, at times or whatever. But most of the shit that I remember is fairly toxic, honestly. Really. You know, like him getting into it like with my mom and my brother and things like that. And then like having, you know, disagreements about certain shit and, you know, just some of his weird ways and like the things that, you know, he was saying his mentality as far as that misogynistic shit towards my mom, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was just, it's mostly bad toxic shit that I remember. It's like the bad memories outweigh the good on that. And then it's several, several years that are just blank with no contact. Right. So it's not anything that I can just readily say, like, oh, we got this similar to, like, my dad, you know? Yeah. Unless we're talking about, like, his sign or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So. You, um, do you remember any, <coughs> like, nicknames or anything that he's Um, Pumpkin or PJ. And he actually still called me that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, definitely still call me PJ for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, that's some that's some family shit though. I don't even know who even came up with that, but my mom does that too. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. So definitely shouts out to Mike Tyson. Shouts out to Boosie Badass. And just shouts out to the whole podcast because she was good. And I wasn't even really a big listener. You know, I've like heard snippets here and there of his interview. I mean, his uh, podcast in the past, but I'm going to definitely start checking him out a little more. Mike be talking that shit. Like, he, I believe got, it. he got a he got a dope ass perspective, you know, but he's so fucking tormented. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, 
he's tormented, you know what I'm saying, by I don't know what the fuck he did. I don't know if he feel like if it's, you know, fighting people, but he feel like he has done fucked up shit to people, you know, and he, I don't, he really don't let that go, you know. He said in an interview, he's like, I got demons that you ain't never even been in, that you would never even see. Mm-hmm. Your demons ain't on the level of my demons, basically, mm-hmm. is what he was saying, you know. So I believe he said, done, seen, all types of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So he, um, you know, he just, he got a real, he got a dope ass, dark, but dope perspective. It's mm. dark. He can get real dark, though, you know. Yeah. He a dark ass person. Mm, yeah. Dark but dope. I feel a lot of people though that drop game and you know talk shit and have a broad you know like view on life have lived through some of the most heartache and painful shit mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and they say that like painful experience you know build character and it you know it give you a broader outlook on life. You know, it really mm-hmm. tests your limits. So, right. you know, if, yeah, if you've been through some shit, I can definitely see you having a, you know, view on some shit that's going to make me think, you know? Right. So I 100% believe that. I think we all kind of got those persons or people that we like to talk to and shit like that. You know, I tell you, I'll be at work or whatever and get to, you know, talking with my homegirl there, you know, at the hotel or whatever, and that should really be like a therapy session. Yeah. And, you know, we'll just, she'll come back and tell me, like, you know, I thought about what you said or whatever. I'm like, no, I thought about what you said. <laughs> I did this this week. I did this this week of what you said the other week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it really be like that, you know? These days I find myself having a therapy session like every fucking day. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like I've said this before, like, it, that growth and that working on yourself and those revelations and discoveries and shit like that, it just don't stop. It's just like a lifelong journey to working on you. Yeah. It don't stop. And the thing is that I kind of don't want it to stop. I don't ever want to be to a point to where I've obtained and I've gained every single thing. Like, I don't have nothing to work for. Right. right. You know? Mm-hmm. Whether it be mindset-wise, knowledge-wise, success-wise, career-wise, any of that. Money-wise, whatever. I always want to feel like it's something to work towards. It's something to work for. Mm-hmm. You know? Can you think of... Can you tell me somebody that you... When they talk, you listen, like you know that you go when you talk to this person, or not even if y'all have a conversation. If this person is just, you know how people just have strains of thoughts and they just talk, you know you're gonna catch something that's useful to you. Yeah, are we speaking in like podcasts or just in general life or both or? Oh no, just no, not in podcasts in life. Like somebody that you come into actual contact with yeah def- definitely carrie that i work with definitely her for sure because i think we so relatable on the shit that we go through and like shit that we've been through and to see and hear how she handled it it made me think like damn you know that's a good perspective or that's a way to look at it you know or to hear shit that she tell me that be like okay she, she has a way of making me feel like okay it's not as bad as I'm perceiving it to be. And she has a way of uplifting my spirits and just letting me go and just letting me talk and just letting me get everything that I need to get out, you know? 
I feel that way when I talk to you too. Like talking to you is easy for me. And you know, like, I mean, it's as easy as it can be because it's hard sometimes for me to just a hundred percent, like a hundred, 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 hundred percent open up, you know? Spill, yeah. yeah. So definitely you, her talking to my mom, talking to my brother for sure. And, you know, think about my, like my brother, he's like more of a brain, you know, like a mm-hmm. scholar, a knowledgeable type of person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So definitely. A scholastic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like it's classic. Yeah, he was killing me. Yeah, Mike was killing me with that. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson. But he knows how to say certain shit. And, you know, even though he's real smart and knowledgeable, he knows how to say it in a way to where it's easy to digest. Mm-hmm. You know, so like mm-hmm. when he talking, when he say certain things, it, it do, it put me in a trance to where, you know, you listening hard as hell, mm-hmm. you know? So he has a way of doing that too. Like no matter how we talk, if we talk in person, if we on FaceTime, if we on the phone, he has a way of doing that and just having you shut the fuck up and just get the going, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um. Okay, so the first person I thought of was the lady that, um, that I used to do taxes with that passed away. Yeah. She used to drop a lot of good game. And I really find that I like I sit by or just try to be in the company of older people just to catch something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't even, I don't even, I don't even really want to talk. You know what I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. you tell me shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how I like to, to get my, um, you know, my food, you know what I'm saying? My food for thought, I guess. Yeah. Um, when somebody, when it's somebody just telling me a story, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or just uh, <clears throat> just a stream of conscious consciousness, you know what I'm saying? It's just going, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't have to say nothing. I just sitting there. They just, you know what I'm saying? Just spilling, and I can just soak up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like I said, that's what. You know what I'm saying? Most older people, you know what I'm saying? Because most people, you know, like us, we have a conversation, you know. But I really like to be taught, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not like that. You know, I, we learn stuff from each other. We have breakthroughs all the fucking time. Right. Like, yeah. sometimes I don't even want to talk to your ass. Like, we're like, damn, another breakthrough? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> like, you don't want to know me this intimately right, right now. Shit. Yes. Um, yeah, and then, and then I like, but I don't really, you know how I think, you know what I'm saying? So you'll walk around the point, you know what I'm saying? And then finally arrive at this spot, like, so do you think that maybe this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bitch, fuck you. After I done looked back and seen the path that we done, that brought us here, like, bitch, this was just- you led me all the way here. Led me on, you <laughs> slut. Yeah. <laughs> but if it be like, sometimes I'm not gonna get it no other way, you know. Yeah, and I'm 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 glad that it you know at least helps. Like I, I hope I would hope that you would never just be looking like oh this this bitch is talking shit again. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. It don't be like that. 
it be. Uh-huh. But it's hard to, when somebody hold a mirror up to yourself, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's hard sometimes. And I can tell you that it's hard too, because I know it's hard for you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's, But I know when that happens between us, you get defensive. You get defensive off rip. And then it's like, I know I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, later and shit. You usually be like, yeah, I thought about what you said. And, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And don't ever think that even even if I am defensive, that I ain't peeping or I ain't listening or nothing like that. Because I always am. You know what I'm saying? And I'm always taking it into consideration, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you my, my natural thing to do is to be on the defense, yeah. though. You know, that's yeah. just across the board. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm the same way with, like with my mama, too. I'm like, oh, so what the fuck you trying to say, mama? <laughs> but I'm like that too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I you understand are. it. <laughs> my first thing, you like, no, 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 cuz. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You are reacting as usual, diamond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that we need those. It's like you said, holding that mirror up to yourself, it'll come off a little bit more like, damn. You know, as more of a revelation as opposed to just like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I think it's about myself, but okay, whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes they really just take that one little snap to just be like, damn, mm-hmm. maybe just to stay whatever, you know? And that, it's helped me, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're t- telling me and certain things that you, you know, noticed about myself and things like that, like, it really helped me to, like, think and it gave me something else to work on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's, appreciate that's that. why I feel like I don't need no fucking therapy, you know? Not like fuck therapy, but you're going to pay a motherfucker gang of money that don't even know you to tell you this, this, that, and And, I, and I'm, I, I believe that it's beneficial, you know what I'm saying? I believe that it's, I believe that it's beneficial, but I believe that I'm getting those revelations daily, you know? Yeah, yeah. And with the help of people you know what i'm saying yeah like i feel like we have therapeutic conversations all the time mm-hmm. and i feel like i have therapeutic conversations with my friends you know mm-hmm. and at the end you can tell that it's therapeutic when it's happening mm-hmm. i think the beauty of the actual therapist would be somebody from another perspective to give you like the professional term for shit mm-hmm. you know how we'll be like you know you, you know you got that thing when uh, the bitches do when they uh you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and we might not actually have a term and then it also you know we talk shit or whatever We're like oh bitch you don't know me or whatever but somebody that's able to be a third party on the outside looking in that's always another good perspective you know to see shit too like you know they're yeah. going to take the shit that you say in each session and they're going to notice patterns because they're you know paid to do so Mm -hmm. then they're going to just notice shit about you and they're not going to give you any biased opinion because they don't know you from a can of paint you know they're just going to give you what the fuck they think it is and it'll be something to consider and if it's something that you feel like damn you know maybe you're right then that's when Mm -hmm. the healing begins you know Mm -hmm. so i think a little bit of all of it is good you know Mm -hmm. yeah i could agree with that yeah yeah, we yeah, we we be talking shit over therapy is definitely something that I feel like we all could fucking use. I, I always, you know, I'm an advocate of that. I I don't think it's nothing. I don't think if you go talk to somebody it's crazy or nothing like that. You know, mm-hmm. I think that if you go to therapy, the only thing you can do is benefit from it. Mm-hmm. It's a up, you know. Yeah. And I really thought about doing that as like a profession. 
you know. I think you would be good at Cause that. Because I, you know, thought about like I've been fascinated with how the brain works and how people form habits and how people become the person that they are at whatever time it is, you know, from even if it's like from kids to teens to adults to, you know, elder people. I've always been infatuated with how the brain and how the mind works, Mm -hmm. like what makes you this way. And I always like little shit I'll take from what you said, like, oh, sudden, sudden, such, because, you know, this, this, that, whatever, and this happened with my mom. I'd be like, all right. That's where you get that shit from, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it it always kind of come together for me like that when I'm getting to know people, mm-hmm. you know? And with people that I've known, but I've always kind of had an interest in doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were like, a new subject to learn. <laughs> <laughs> My only thing was that I just didn't want to be in school for the shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Why? Because it just would have took forever. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, school ain't for everybody, you know, but people now that are, you know, that would have went down that path, they would probably now call them a life coach. Right. You know, without all Like an Ayala type shit? Not <laughs> quite like Ayala, but um, not that damn that, silly, huh? Right. Mm-hmm. Not that damn comical, but something adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something very... Uh, a Jace. Um, and with that, with that being said, that's why the messenger is so fucking important. You know? Right. Because that's like that fine ass line between it being a lesson that's, you know what I'm saying, that mm-hmm. you're receiving or being taught, and then you feeling like somebody is sunning you. Or even just giving you some bullshit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But let's say let's say that they are trying to give you some credible advice. Let's say, let's just say the advice is credible. If you talking down to me, you know, or you know, if you spitting at me or you're not, you know, if you're be you be extra aggressive or something, mm-hmm. you know, and it may not even be aggressive towards me, but just aggressive. Period. And may maybe that day, I've already been attacked by somebody at the coffee shop, and somebody already tried to run me off the road. Right. You know? So I'm not gonna be real receptive to that yeah, shit here like, at that. I'm gonna feel like you're sunning me, you know. Mm-hmm. So not even the messenger because that depends on the style of the delivery of message Mm -hmm. and that's why you can't talk some people is just not the ones that you want to talk to it could be that you know what i'm saying it could be giving you valuable information you know Mm -hmm. but if i feel like i'm being sunned and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna absorb it and that could have happened with Boosie and fucking Mike Tyson. Oh yeah, because it was it was real close. It was close to the motherfucker out there, you know. Because mm. it it did turn kind of from maybe Boosie thought he was on there for an interview and to a, to a preach session, you know. Right. It could have been taken that way. Yeah. But he took it as a lesson. Yeah, and he might have went on there thinking like, "Oh, we about to talk about cars, jurors, and bitches." Right. And then. 
you end up fucking walking out of there a whole new man and shit. Exactly, right. And 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 even apologized. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I apologize, you know, it's no disrespect to Dwayne Wade and, you know, his uh daughter and his sister and whatever. Well, I thought he said he did apologize to him. To to Dwayne Wade in, in the past, and, right? I, I didn't I didn't know he was saying at that moment. I thought he was saying that he had oh, I already had to, I had to, Oh, I had just oh, did he? Okay. I, I don't know. I took it as him just saying it. Well, even still, you know, he was apologetic. Mm-hmm. You know, from him probably going and thinking that they're gonna talk about this, this, that, and whatever, but it went the other way. Right. But I stand on what I said. Yeah, and I did appreciate that too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of like the same thing, you know, the the side of baby thing. Yeah. And I had a revelation about that too. When we were talking about, you know, Sada Baby and shit, and then we were kind of making it in comparison into the Doja Cat situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, did we have that same energy for her? And it was kind of like, no, because it could be some bias there. And we, you know, may have a personal love for Sada Baby because he from where we from, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. But when I thought about it again, standing 10 toes down on your shit gonna always gain my respect, you know? And that ain't no shit that she did. It was all clean up, PR, let's try to move this shit out of niggas' minds and shit like that, and then we're going to give the default pre-written apology and, oh, I didn't mean to offend this, this, that, whatever, and if I did, I'm sorry, you know, that sort of shit. It wasn't I'm standing on my shit ten toes down and that's how I fucking felt at the moment, bitch, and now what? Mm, Bitch, I've grown, you know? And the the thing is that it's fine to grow. Right, yeah. Most of the time, we're going to assume that you've grown. Right. Especially if we pulling up shit from 5, 10, 15 years ago. Okay. We're going to assume that you grew, hopefully, you know? So, in either situation, whether it be the, you know, Boosie or Doja Cat or, you know, Sada Baby, definitely if you standing on what the fuck you said, it's some respect there and it starts with respect. If we respect you and respect what you're saying now and just respect you, period, then we can move toward the forgiveness part and kind of, you know, if you support Doja Cat and you had changed your mind or whatever like that, I think standing on your shit is definitely the first step in that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, irregardless, the shit has been brought to the forefront. Right. You bitch, you, you're caught either way. Mm-hmm. Shit is there. It's on record. In all situations, it, whatever it, I said, what the fuck I said. And it's definitely some respect to be had in any situation where you just go ahead and put that shit out there and let it be known. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I like where it's like, yeah, I, I said that shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and he was, you know, he was, it was kind of, um, you know, it was kind of weird, kind of funny how Mike Tyson was like, but why would you want to hurt anyone's feelings? <laughs> <laughs> why would you want to hurt anyone's, why would you want to say something to hurt people's feelings, you know? And and I get what he was saying, you know, basically like, yeah, I ain't got shit to do with you. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't have to comment on that. Yeah. And he said it. Even his mama told him, like, you should have shut the fuck mm-hmm. up, you know? Yeah. And one person that's going to tell you how the fuck it is is your damn mama. Right. Your mom is going to tell you how it is, hunty. That's why I'm glad his mama's still around, you mm-hmm. know? Because sometimes, you know, you ever notice... I don't know if you've seen, if you've encountered somebody like a guy that doesn't have his mom around or his mom is past. It's a, 
it seemed like there's a little bit of recklessness there. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you know, if it's a girlfriend or something, a girlfriend and a boyfriend, and they get into it or something happened, a lot of times the go-to thing is to, let me call his mama. This nigga really tripping. I'm about to call his mama. Okay, about to get you, you know? in line, nigga. Let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you call? Who do you call if you don't, you know? You got to call on the Lord at that point. There's <laughs> nobody to call. So, I'm glad that she that he has some type of, you know, voice of reasoning. Mm-hmm. You, can you imagine being a celebrity that famous and not having somebody that pure like a mom or a dad there to tell you shit, you know? And just going. Yeah. Blind as fuck with money, but you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You yeah. Know? Yeah, and and that's the thing too. I've always kind of wanted a big homie, mm. and I, yeah. I'm saying that in such a like thugged out ass weird way. But y'all know what I'm what saying. saying. Yeah, just somebody there that's older, that's a mentor, that watched me grow up. That's not family. You know what mm. I mean? Because all of the game and shit like that that your family can give and provide and shit like that is wonderful. It's, it's great. It's a blessing, and I'm a hundred percent just grateful for having that but it's just some things with your family you can't share it's a filter there you, it's just a big ass filter there mm-hmm. you can't sit up there and discuss with your mom or your brother about the first dick you sucked mm-hmm. or you know how a nigga you know came too quick or how you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. just uh, like shit in general or like you know what i'm saying that talk about your first experience you know doing whatever you know just wild shit right. you know we all do things that our people may not necessarily know about, you right. know, especially when you talk about your, like moms, dads, and you know, older siblings and shit that you know y'all you, you you may not necessarily want them to know that sort of thing, you know. This is true. So I really do wish I had like a big homie that watched me grow up, you know, because like it's people you know older and shit like that that I kick it with now and shit, but these people have met me within the last four or five years, you know. Correct. But somebody that grew up with me, like watched me grow up and pretty much able to tell me like you know me you know like I watched you grow up and you still got habits and shit like that like you still do that little goofy ass laugh that you've been doing since you was a kid you know mm-hmm. that sort of shit and just know things about you and just know you in and out and y'all ain't really been through shit together because you know that play a big factor too and you know you, and you can know for sure that they don't mean you no harm yeah you know and I could say shit to them and not have to explain like mm-hmm. you know you you know who Uncle Stacy is. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Uncle Stacy's the uncle that, you know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta sit there and break down and you know what I'm saying, get a whole history and shit to provide context to the shit that you're trying to talk about today and right. get advice on, you know? Yeah. Somebody that already oh, yeah. Uncle yeah. Stacy catch catch them up me. on the whole story. Yeah, yeah. Of can your you life. tell me about what, what, what that you nigga do now? Because I know that nigga crazy. That nigga snapped at the barbecue. You know I was there, you know, that oh, sort of yeah, thing. Right. That sort of big homie, you know. Mm-hmm. So you talking real big home. Real big home. <laughs> so, yeah, I, that, that is one thing I really do wish I had. For sure. Okay, some, I remember you having some a few pretty cool older people sprinkled around. I mean, yeah, for the most part, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like the older people and shit, you know, that you know, I didn't work a lot of places and shit. Definitely all of the older people there. All of them, for real, all of them. I remember um, 
when um you remember our friend from college, Mickey, that passed and shit. Mm-hmm. I remember how fucked up I was or whatever like that when he was, you know, in the hospital and shit like that. And she said some shit to me that I hadn't even thought about, you know, when he was, you know, after the accident or whatever, and he was in the hospital. She basically just said, she was like, you know, if he is living his life like that, he's basically a vegetable. And I hadn't really heard of no shit like that. You know, we were still mm-hmm. relatively young when that happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was just basically like, you would rather him be dead and be at peace than to live like that for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't be sad. Don't cry. Let that boy be in peace if that's what the end result going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've kept that with me ever since, that sort of thing. Like, damn, mm-hmm. it's the person in pain. You know, it's the person really living life because she basically just explained to me like you know you're not living if you live in that way right so you know that fucked me up to hear that and it just made me feel like i was like giving up you know what i'm saying like should i stop praying and just let them go like right. what are you really yeah. saying you know mm-hmm. but when she broke it down for me she didn't say like oh just stop praying and give up just pray for a better afterlife mm-hmm. pray that he's comfortable you know what I'm saying? When that transition happened, pray that, you know, his family and his friends and his loved ones and everybody have strength and things like that. So she, you know, gave me other things to pray for. Cause like, that was the first time I had ever even, you know, dealt with somebody that young, you know what I'm saying? That I directly knew dying like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like my first experience like that. And it, it, it did, it, it fucked me up for a while, you know, but she gave me a different perspective how to look at it, how to view it. And I've kept that with me ever since. And she she used to kick a lot of game. I can't even get off into the game that she used to kick, but she she, she yeah, she was she was definitely the one. She was one of the ones that I remember vividly. It was a lady that I worked with named Lisa. Shouts out to Lisa. So yeah. What about you? Like somebody that you had that don't really necessarily know you that you met along the way that gave you good game or good advice that you still hold on to um let me see hold on ask me again okay period <laughs> ask me again. anybody that you met along the way that you kind of i don't want to call them like a temporary big homie but like a borrowed big homie you know somebody that you know you may not have in your life forever because you may just see them in passing maybe you met them you know, through somebody else or met them at work or met them on a venture that you was temporarily doing, but they kicked game to you and they was older and you, they said some shit that stayed with you. Somebody that was older than you and wiser, you know. Fuck yeah. And I'm, I swear I'm like a leech to people like that. Mm-hmm. And I, and I know like if, if we go to a party and there's people around and there's one person talking that, that shit, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? She's saying, you know what I'm saying, whatever, but she know what the fuck she talking about? I'm going to sit there and listen to everything the fuck that you got to say. Uh-huh. It's going to be a, maybe a few people trying to talk to me and I'm like, uh-huh, but I'm still trying to listen to what you saying, mm-hmm. you know? And I know that I'm not I'm not going to see you past this moment, so I'm about to soak all of this shit up and get what I can right now. All right now. You know? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I got to like a detector for that or something. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? And other people, not like other people don't, they won't be wanting to hear that shit at the time, you know, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm really listening. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And shit, I find myself listening in on like some of these same people kicking game to other people. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Exactly. You don't even be talking yeah, to me. You, you be know? talking to me. That's like I said to do it. But I'm just, right here and I'm listening. I, I happened up on the conversation. Mm-hmm. What's up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hear you. I, I know the, when the, shit the, is being talked. Okay, this is now an open forum. Let's mm-hmm. go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Talk big T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've definitely done that to Lisa for sure. She and she, she was like Mother Goose around that bitch. Okay, mm-hmm. she was the one that would get us all together. You know, she was older than us and shit. You know, at that time, she we working. You know, young as hell and shit. We 18, 19. You know, we don't know shit, but think we know it all. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially we caught ourselves being halfway mature, yeah. <laughs> so. You know, if you think you mature and shit for your age and you have people telling you that and shit like that, you're thinking that you already 10 steps ahead of everybody else, you know, mm-hmm. in a sense, you know. But when she talked, I listen. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. For real. And a bitch listen and and and, and really listen. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> you can tell when people got that got the light, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people just got it, you yeah. know. Yes. And people just got it. And you can tell, you know? Yeah. I think you just be kind of, well, certain people just be kind of drawn to it and, and attracted mm-hmm. to it. You know what walked on me, too? Hmm. When an older person talked to me hard and rough, you know what I'm saying? Probably because, like, my mom talked to me, you know, rough mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like, she talked to you aggressively uh-huh. or whatever. So, like, that really works on me, hearing that being dispersed like that because yeah. that, that's how lisa was she would talk to you let, let that boy go you know what i'm saying and we'll be talking to you stern as hell just like that you know mm-hmm. and i think that it kind of give you the severity of how serious they are and how for real and honest and sincere they are when they talking to you when it's somebody talking to you like oh you know just let them go it's gonna be okay and you know just pray for them and you know for me it resonates with me different to hear you talking to me rough, you know. Some conviction. Yeah, and and it's saying it with that roughness and that confidence, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's you know that's my mama talking to me like you know she'll say some shit and just be, I'm like damn, I don't even know what's that. But I'm listening, mm-hmm. you know. So right. And the thing is that it be even when you don't 100 percent see eye to eye all of the time with what they say. The way that they say it will make you think about it, mm-hmm. and and at at least see it from another perspective, right? And that's healthy. And the thing is that mm-hmm. I've always looked at certain shit that when you hear something, it may not be the time for you to digest it the way that they're giving it to you. You know, you may need to be at a different space in your life. You may need to meet another person that's going to prove that to be true. You may need to have an experience that's going to say, damn, you know, this is what the fuck they was talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is that when you say it with that conviction and you say it to me in a certain way, even if I don't agree with it, I'm going to keep it, you know? Mm-hmm. And be like, damn, this is what they was talking about. Save it for later, you man. know? So you may not be ready to take in what they laying down, but when they say it, it stay with you. And that be the important part. Mm-hmm. That's that's the I feel like that's the essence of it. That's the game of it, you know. Right. Because if you at a certain point in your life, you know, when they talk about like you know, like young dumb people and shit like that, and you know, you will get an old you know person telling you shit and kicking you game or whatever. Sometimes like, oh nigga, you know, you just old, you ain't t-, you know. But when they get older, they get a little bit more experience and shit. Yeah, it it it, it become it's like you transcend into this whole new ass person. Like, damn, this this is it. This is what the fuck happened, you know. This is what they was talking about. I saw a dude 
just randomly what you with me we was at the gas station and them uh and this old head was just kicking game to these two niggas randomly at a gas station pump I don't know how this shit happened. If he happened to know them, if he was their coach or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, I was with you. You was with uh-huh, me, yeah. yeah. You just see how hard he was just sitting there kicking them game, and I had went to the gas station, so I kind of like walked past him, was hearing the conversation. No, he was really having an intense ass conversation with them. It wasn't just oh hey, how your mama doing and shit like that. He was really telling me like, if you do something to that man, don't be mad if that man be telling you. You know what I'm saying? He was really talking to them and really giving them game. You know. Mm-hmm. Like that was a real ass conversation in the middle of the gas station on pump eight. <laughs> pump eight, it went down that a day. Real this seminar could break out at any time. Hello, anywhere, any anytime. given time, anyway, anyhow, mm-hmm. it don't matter. And 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 you know what? That'd be the best part. That'd be that'd be the best. Yeah. Because if it's so scripted and shit like that, it'd be like, all right, seven o'clock, sit down. Right, you know what I'm saying? We'll talk about this. Yeah, the best game just be laid down when you're not expecting it. You know? Hey, listen, little nigga. Right. You know? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. Got, got my attention. Right. Now, have you ever got any advice that you just knew for a fact was fucked up, was horrible? Um, have I ever got horrible advice? I mean, not necessarily being like a person that was older than you, just general. Um. Uh, I'm thinking I I want to say no. Not that I can pinpoint have I ever gotten horrible advice. I, not that I can pinpoint, no. You? First thing that came to mind to me, we was young as hell. And this, this wasn't even nobody that was older than me. This was like, you know, somebody that was my age that I was in school with, which I don't even know why I was even listening to this bitch. Cause you, you know, my age and we, you know, do the same shit and you not just a scholar type of bitch that's like miles and miles beyond their years. I don't know why the fuck I'm listening to you anyway, but it's right. like the blind leading the blind. But, right. you know, it was like this, um, you know, person that I was started to, you know, develop feelings for or whatever like that. And we was always like cool or whatever, you know, we was, you know, friends for show for show mm-hmm. and you know she basically was on some shit like well you know if you're starting to feel like that about it just go up to him and tell you tell him how you feel you know what i'm saying and the thing is that in essence that's not horrible advice but for the situation it was you know because mm-hmm. a lot of the times it's not just as easy as we'll go for it you know what i'm saying sometimes it's you know, you're taking in the atmosphere that you may be in when you telling me to go for it. Right. The, the mm-hmm. person, me as a person, that mm-hmm. person, day, yeah. what shift is going to happen amongst the group of friends if mm-hmm. that shit, you know what I'm saying, right. go down. You know what I'm saying? So I did it or whatever like that. Shit was like mad awkward for like a month. Like it took a while for it to, you know what I'm saying, really get back right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So basically it's like, you know, I like you, nigga. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't say it like that, but you know, I just let it be known and shit like that. And, you know, the person ended up, you know, liking me too, but it was just weird how it all happened. So mm-hmm. it just turned from a possible romance blossoming to just being awkward as fuck. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I just was like, yeah, that just wasn't the best advice for that time. Right. You know, I appreciated it or whatever. And I don't think it was illy, any, you know, ill intent behind it, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't. Right, it, it wasn't right. I don't want to get into like the deep, deep details of it, but it was just like, nah, this, this, not that. 
And then when you're thinking about like, you know, we young as hell. We like we like young as hell, like tenth grade type young. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like that sort of thing is not going to be ideal for a fucking tenth grade boy to intake. You know what I'm saying? Right. You just intake. It, just like, nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that shit gonna come out weird as hell. Like it ain't like we grown yeah. as hell, and a nigga can. Go for what you want, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like a, a, yeah. some, some tenth grade shit, like that just looked mad, crazy, and aggressive, you yeah. know? You weren't ready for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the shit was awkward. It's fucked. Mm-hmm. No. You was not ready for that. Oh yeah, it's weird. Uh-huh. I I can't remember um a time where I giving bad advice. Really? Mm-hmm. And I felt bad. Do share. Do share. Okay. So I was talking to a friend on the phone, and you know, they were telling me about their guy friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they told me uh, they were having a conversation with him, and basically, that she basically she was about to go over there. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And she told me she called him. He didn't answer back, and um, she's like, yeah, I told him I was coming. I don't know why he ain't answering the phone. I'm like, well, you told him he was coming. You was coming. She's like, yeah. I'm like, and he knew you was. He said, yeah, he knew you was coming. She's like, yeah, but he not answering now. I'm like, well, he already knew you was coming. Just go. Period. Show up over there. Pop up over there. Let's go. No, it wasn't. That's that's not right. No. Pop up and pop off, bitch. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) It was not pop up over there. It was. Well, if y'all talk, you know what I'm saying? Maybe like. 15 to a half an hour ago, and the last thing y'all said was, you about to go over there. Why don't you just go? But I really didn't know that that wasn't appropriate, you know? Yeah, you kind of got to get the confirmation email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, before you just show the fuck up. Like, yeah. you, know, you got to get that last confirmation. Like, all right, you know, you do want to do that. But, you know, in the same token, it's kind of like, nigga, if we just spoke and we had plans, what the fuck is up? Right, yeah. Because at best, if you cancel them, you could cancel, yeah. you know? Right. But it did end up being a disaster. Oh, no. What happened? Um, He didn't let her in the house. Like... You see, you said, you know, you know, it was a story. But, There's a bitch there. Well, that's not what he said, but it it it, it resulted in him. It, it was a family member there, so. Hmm. Yeah. Which family member? The baby mama. Uh-uh. <laughs> Cause for real, what family member? Okay. So that was that was the excuse for. No, you should call first. So now I feel bad because I'm like, yeah, I, that was bad advice for the time. Yes, for the time in the situation. In the situation, yeah. and the, and that's what I be saying. Like, yeah. it's not intentionally bad advice. Like, I, I just can't think of a time when somebody gave me intentionally bad advice. But for the outcome mm-hmm. and the situation, and you know, instead of just you know, opting for the other, you know, you go ahead and just say, fuck it and go for it. You know, it's a time where it ended badly. Yeah. You know? Could have went okay at some time. Yeah. This was not- in certain circumstances, in both of our situations, the bad advice could have went well, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying it's, there's no ill intent toward it, but it's, you know, behind it, but it's 
wasn't good for the yeah, moment. Yeah, it's the, it's the timing and the situation and, you know, the person, you know. And I think all of it is kind of wrapped up into advice. And, you know, I try to, you know, when I'm giving advice, take a look at the situation and the person and the people that's involved. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because if I'm giving people advice based on how I live my life, fuck all these niggas. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if I know you as a person and I know you know, type of person that you like and that you really, you know, have a thing for this particular person. Like say if it's advice, you know, as far as relationships or whatever like that. And I know that it could be potential there. You know, I kind of try to take myself out of it and, and just give you advice based on shit that I feel like you would like to do, but you just want it dispersed from somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. If y'all let me run your life, all y'all hoes would be single. Hello. <laughs> you stupid. All you bitches would be single. <laughs> you giving me good non-single advice. You have. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. You have. Thank you. you I appreciate really, that. You really have, for real. Good. Like, I probably wouldn't, you know, be where I'm at with um certain things if it wasn't for you. Go ahead. I be bouncing shit off you like, what you think I should do? You know, and you I'm good. and the your answer and your reasoning be totally different than what I would have said. And then when you break it down, I'll be like, Okay, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes it's kind of funny because it's stuff you tell me to do stuff sometimes that you wouldn't even do. And that's what I mean by taking myself out of it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, if I put myself in it, like I said, all you bitches are single. Because <laughs> fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And the thing of it is, I think that it's hard for me to do it only because if I'm following it, I'm just feeling like I'm following it just to be able to say I'm following my own advice. Mm. It ain't really what I would want to do in my particular situation because the things that I'm giving advice for, if I take your situation and my situation, the nigga that I'm talking about, I don't really feel like it'd be worth it. You know what I'm saying? The nigga that y'all be talking about, it's already time there. It's already feelings there. It's already shit invested there. And it's something that can be worked toward. You know what I mean? So if it's like that, then it's kind of like that for me, you know? And a part of that is me. It's my fault. You know, I'm guarded and shit like that. And I just, you know, it'd be like, okay, if it's, you know, not right or if I get any sort of weird ass red flags and shit like that. I'm like, mm mm, no, that's not it. Mm. <laughs> this this not it, Miss Mama. This, this ain't this ain't the one, you know? And that just be me getting in my own head and talking to myself like, you know. Cause I think one of my biggest fears is ignoring the red flags and it being disastrous. Mm. Mm. It happens to me all the time. Yeah. When I when And I that's a part of the risk, you know, and mm-hmm. that you are essentially supposed to take if you really want to call yourself, you know, being committed to dating and things like that. And that's just one of the things that I'm working on, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just try to, you know, it's a process. It ain't going to be no overnight thing, you know? So I'm I'm getting better at it more and more, you know, as far as, you know, not being so disguarded, but, you know. You know what's fucked up for me, though? What's that? Sometimes I be knowing the reds, the red signs, the red flags as I'm passing them. Hello! <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you, motherfucker. Pop right up. <laughs> oh.
okay? That motherfucker smacking you in the face. Like, bitch, I said no. Yeah. I said no. <laughs> I'd be like, no, stop. Oh, I'll see you. i see you later. See you later. Stop tripping, red flag. Damn. Calm down, red flag. You tripping, bitch. Right. Yeah. That's okay. Turn yourself around. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> but I mean, have you ever, I mean, is it has it ever been a big detriment for you? Or has it just been certain shit like, well, all right, bitch, I, I, I knew it was going to be that. So I'm just taking the lesson. Or has it been like real heartache for you to ignore them? Yeah, like I knew I couldn't trust that nigga. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes, for sure. It was just like, you knew. You knew better. I'm going to do better. Mm. Like, yes. And that shit hurt. So fucking bad. It was like, you stupid ass bitch. You seen this when it came up. <laughs> you know what I think, though? I think that we, and I just feel like that's it's females in general. We put so much on everything. And when I say that, I mean, you know, we put so much on, you know, the red flags and who we are and what we think is, you know, a nigga or whatever like that is supposed to be and shit and getting advice and shit like that. We put a lot on it. But I think, you know, for me, I feel like it's going to be right when it just happened organically. You know what I'm saying? The like and the process of liking and falling for a nigga is just going to happen organically. And I feel like the only shit and bumps in the road may be something like, oh, well, that nigga lace his shoes up weird or some goofy shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I mean, as far as like shit like, oh, this nigga is pressuring me for sex or adamant or, you know what I'm saying? Like that that sort of shit. I feel like it's going to just happen organically and it's not going to be any, or I'm going to say not any, but it's not going to be much forethought or just hard ass think pieces and shit that I got to put into it, you know? It's just going to be a vibe, and it's just going to be a click, and it's just going to happen, you know? Mm. That's really what I firmly believe. So, yes, because I believe that when I see certain shit that just stand out about a person, it just be like, you know, damn, you know? Mm. Because I say this all the time. I'm just, I'm not going to, I'm not the person that just am with someone just for you know the love i take everything into consideration as a whole which i hope they're doing with me you know mm-hmm. right. and it's okay this i can live without this i can live without you know mm-hmm. it's sort of like a, a numbers game with that sort of thing mm-hmm. for me you know yeah you're like let me get a number 10 with no pickles right you know just, play the, let me play the numbers let me give me a three straight mm-hmm. double you know that, that sort of <laughs> shit you know it's a numbers game it's just, it's a lot of bitch so that's how I am with shit. And I really believe in the organic development of shit. Friendships, relationships, whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. And shit, I look at like a lot of people that I'm around like that and how we organically fell into the bonds that we have. And I feel like my relationship should and ideally would be like that. You know? Right. It wouldn't be no cat and mouse shit or oh, motherfucker, you, you text me. Um, 20 minutes after I text you, bitch, okay, I'm going to text you 40 minutes after you text me. You know what I'm saying? Like that sort of cat and mouse right, shit. Yeah. It's going to be, you know what I'm saying? We like each other. It's, you know, what's up? How you doing? We vibe. We have good conversation. It's a good time. And you are a person that, damn, I would mind putting this to the side to be with you. You know? Right. If it's a nigga that is sending like, you know, damn, you know, like you're cool and all and shit like that, but... You know, I think I'd rather work these extra three hours, you know, get paid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That yeah. sort of shit. 
if it's ready, they'd be like, oh, you know, whatever. I don't need no extra overtime. What are you doing tonight? You know? Right. I think that it's going to be and it should be that just for me as far as what I want, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Hopefully I'll feel that. Feel, feel it. <laughs> I wanted to ask you this, just a random question. It's very, very random. <laughs> Have you ever had an unsuccessful, yeah, an unsuccessful pop-up? That I did? We. Well, not even unsuccessful, successful, because you're popping up because you think this is suspicious. So you got what you wanted. You got, you, you see what you really want, you know? You go looking for something and you find it, you know. Yeah. Um, a pop up is unsuccessful if you go and it's like everything is like regular. You're like, mm-hmm. oh no, I always catch these niggas doing some bullshit. You and then, and the thing, and I ain't gonna say doing bullshit as far as another female or anything like that. For me, and it has happened. You know what I'm saying, like with the whole female thing or whatever like that. But for me, it's been mostly. Well, nigga, you said you was going to be here, but you here. What's up? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Or, nigga, you were supposed to be helping your mom move today. Why the fuck you on the block with these niggas? Right. And why I look like you've been out here for hours? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. you, you comfy as hell. Henny halfway gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what's, what the fuck is that? You know? But... Like... I don't know. Let me think on that one as far as like some, what, you want to know like some I mean, just, you know. Like what if some, like like I, it was just un, uneventful as hell? No, eventful. I'm like it was, You said an unsuccessful pop-up? Well, I'm, that's what I turned it into. I guess it would be called, it would be successful. You got what you was looking for. You huh? was looking for that action. You got it. I don't, I can't think I can't think if I have. I don't think pulled up on somebody like. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I definitely put up on niggas on the block, just being out on the block and just not nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like I've definitely done that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. What the fuck you doing out here? Like what's going on out here? Mm -hmm. You know, and it would be like females like scattered around with shit, but them they not with them. They just be females that's just there or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? Facility. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like bitches there or whatever, and like. I think coming up, I dealt with more hood niggas than what I do now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have that sort of situation to where it's like, oh, I'm popping up on you with some wild shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it's not. It hasn't been that. But yeah, I definitely put up on niggas on the block shooting dice and shit like that. Where you said you was doing this, this, that, and whatever. You had to go, you know, pick up whatever or whoever. And you, you know what I'm saying? Mm, just out here with these yeah. And you told me you was gonna be somewhere and some shit that. Should have taken hours, but nigga, you didn't been out here for hours. So the fuck was you doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing like that, it just be like, you can tell the fucking truth, you know? Regardless yeah. if you want to hear my mouth or not. Like, nigga, just hear my mouth. Right. <laughs> you'll, you'll live. You know what I mean? You will fucking me. live. And the thing is that, why is this such a big ass issue that I'm wondering why you want to spend all day with 10 dicks that you see every day. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to chill with your girl. You know what right. I'm saying? What's 
what's really going it. on. Yeah. I don't get it. Because let me find out one of these niggas is your boyfriend. Uh-huh. Let me find out. You know, and then just what they be like, like, what? what's going on? Because y'all not doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all don't be doing shit. Nothing at all. At least we be, you know, shopping, going to get cute. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. We, we be doing shit. <laughs> like, going to get food or something. Yeah. We doing some, 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 some plentiful active bountiful bountiful shit yeah. <laughs> bountiful shit that's gonna make a difference oh, useful shit trying to enrich my character yeah the fuck you around here just not doing shit yeah but i'm not really the pop-up sort of bitch you know what i mean like sometimes it'll happen or whatever but i'm the friend that go what you want to pop up but mm-hmm. like you need a ride no, bitch, y'all, we can take my car. He don't know my car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we actually, me and my homegirl had a situation like that not too long ago. Like, oh, bitch, let's let's let's, let's take my car. Let's slide in my car. don't really know my car. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But she kind of fucked it up. Accidentally sent him something, so he kind of knew he was on the way, so we had to cancel that. So abort, 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 abort. Yeah, abort. we had to abort that mission. But no, it's gonna be pull up time, bitch. I had to th- throw the hoodie on real quick. I'm like, oh, we ride. Right. Oh, <laughs> we ride, right, bitch. I had some Tim's. Mm-hmm. He was ready. ready. Oh, we ride. For real. I'm definitely that friend. I, I I do not mind to assist on a who ride, for sure. Cause honey, what's going on? What's on your mind? For real. I don't <laughs> I remember one time that we thought we was gonna have to do that for my mama. Mm-mm. Cause it probably be some weird shit going on, like at the job and shit. And you might oh, have a yeah. female that like just trying to flirt like with your nigga. You know what uh, I'm saying? It was kind of like with a situation, like some little female girl like that. I guess you know what I'm saying. Call her stuff like flirting with my stepdad and shit like that. My mama wasn't for the shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know what I'm saying I'm like, oh, this is what we doing? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. I'm young at that point. Like that that shit is exciting. You know what I'm saying? Ready. I think I might have been like high school and that shit happened, but. That shit was hilarious. And then I think like my brother had ended up calling and let me phone or some shit like that. It was like, so, yes, it was some funny shit. He <laughs> called and like did this weird ass voice or whatever like that. Asked, was asking her questions and shit. That shit was funny as fuck. Mm-mm. But that's what I'm saying. Like it just it, you know, you just never know how old you get and when you have to just revert back to that young, ignorant bitch. Mm-mm. Sometimes somebody bring it out of you. He gas. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> But shit, if it gotta go down, then it got to go down. Song in the song. I'm just saying, just putting that out there. Shit, the fuck. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes it just must go down. It gotta go down. My like, bitch, the fuck. I don't know what you think this is, bitch. But uh, he has a bitch. And she's present. Hello. See, this is not what Mike Tyson would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get the growth. Get the growth. We Mike in the younger days right now. <laughs> right. You gotta, you gotta give us some time. We get there. We'll and the thing up. is that, look, and the thing is that, like, through a lot of shit. I mean, we are there, but progress is a slow process. And the thing is that even the most holiest of Christians sometimes backslide. Yeah, this is true. You know, so that's just what it is. That's what happens when the world happens. Mm-hmm. That's mm. what that's what it is. Mm. You know, you be on a journey and shit like that, whether it be you know whatever, religious, spiritual, you know, finding yourself becoming you know one with the earth, one with 
yourself, one with whoever, but the world happens. Life happens. We don't stop. We are not a perfect vessel. <laughs> Amen. Just <laughs> love that word. Vessel. <laughs> I do. Yeah, period. That's what it is. And I just want to conclude by saying I like lessons. Mm -hmm. I don't like being so. Okay. Say it again. Say it a little louder for the bitches in the back. <clears throat> I love lessons. I do not like being sung. Come on. Okay. Tell them a word. Tell them a fucking word. And that's just that's just that. It's a lesson in everything. But it's a way to get played out that shit too, you know? And But you know what I believe? A nigga or a bitch that's going to come into the situation intentionally trying to sun you ain't really about to drop no real game for real like that. Yeah. I, I don't believe. I just really believe they're about to try to just throw some big ass words at you and give you some shit based upon Bullshit. whatever the fuck they think that they've been through. You know what I'm saying? But a real person is trying to get you to digest some shit. They don't want you on a defense. What if it's not intentional what you mean, the sunning? Yeah, what if it's not intentional? What if it's it was by... Well, we talking about, like, sunning. You know, you sunning a nigga, that's that's pretty... You know what I'm saying? Like, we talking about, like, in a way, like, nigga, what? You know what I'm saying? But what if they was pass just passionate and they would they had got into what they were saying and they really didn't mean to go that hard? Well, no, I don't know. Talk to me rough. You know, I like you to talk to me straight and direct. I'm talking about... What I'm saying is... What I'm saying like trying to sun somebody, I mean, like, you downplaying that person that you're talking to is knowledge. Right. You're throwing little digs in there with the lesson. Right. You're throwing shade with the lesson. You know what I'm saying? Right. That sort of shit. Mm -hmm. If you're using examples or some shit like that, or if you, you know what I'm saying, trying to put yourself into a situation or whatever, I'm going to take that as that, you know? Did you know how people be shady with, you know what I'm saying, not really being shady or be shady a little bit, and they be like, oh, I know I'm being shady, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I don't think, I don't think that all the time the the sabotage of the message or whatever is deliberate. Deliberate. Mm -hmm. I think it's feelings, um, conscious uh, feelings or subconscious feelings of that person seeping out. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's 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 not always controllable. You know, or it could be. Maybe this might be good knowledge, but they don't feel they feel a certain way about you, you know. Mm -hmm. So the way they feel about you is seeping out as they speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a bad message, and they might not really mean you no harm, but you know. But it go back to what you were saying earlier. It depends on the messenger. You know what I mean? If you talking to a motherfucker that's trying to quote unquote drop some game on you and shit like that, and they used to quote unquote stunting niggas. Stutting on niggas, hoeing people, mm -hmm. throwing shade. If that's within their character, you'll pretty much know if they're trying to sun you or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you'll pretty much get that idea. Like, oh, motherfucker, this is in your character. You do this shit anyway. You know what I mean? It's not always clear, though. Yeah. I mean, and it might not be. And the thing is that it, it may, you know, be something there. But if I'm listening to you just downplay me and talk shit and hold me the whole time, I'm not going to be able to get no lesson out of that. You know? Right. And the thing is that, like I was telling you, you know, about, you know, the lady that 
you know, was giving me the game and shit like that. And then, like, you know, like my mom, for example, and shit like that. By me knowing her and shit, even when she say certain shit and she talking to her hardest, by you knowing her and her character, yeah, it might sting a little bit, you know, like you said, but you know that it's love there. Mm. You know that it's good intentions and that it's coming from a place of love and care. Right. And like, I'm trying to give you this game, but this is just how the fuck I talk and this is how I come off and you know me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know who the fuck I am and I'm not going to sit up there and sugarcoat it and say it no other way than how I normally would say it. Whether if, you know you like it or not, I'm going to give it to you straight how I always have, mm-hmm. you know? So, and I, and I get what you're saying. Like, in, I think that that may come into play if it's somebody that you don't really know like that, mm-hmm. you know, but you know that they have some sort of knowledge. You know that they have some sort of life experience, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I think in that part, you kind of got to gauge it and maybe just take the jewels from that, you know, once you get over being pissed off and feeling like they were shading you or like talking shit, you know? But shit, like with anything else, it's always you take a look at the person that's delivering the message. I don't know. No, you're right. But you're right. It's all all those components put together is, you know, makes this perfect storm pretty much. Is what we've been getting at. Um. Whoop! There it is. Whoop juice! There it is. Uh-huh. Um. Tell us something good. Oh, let's get into our black business, okay? Right, let's get into our black business today. No sunning. Okay, mm-hmm. our black business today is actually an author with a couple of dope books, Darian Lee. And okay. I actually wanted to highlight this person because I just read their book, The Last Chance. And pretty good book, easy read, you know, not going to be sitting there for days and days trying to get through a 900 page, you know, book to get to the point. It's not part twos, threes and fours and shit. You know, it was a good story. You know, she gave good background on all of the characters. And you know how I am about having hella characters to have to keep up with. Mm. But, you know, she did it in such a way to where it was real digestible. But Darian Lee, The Last Chance, I just read, um, you know, their book and it was actually pretty dope. So definitely check them out. Um, of course, they got a couple of other books and, you know, uh, other things to check out or whatever. Um, I saw a couple of books on here um, when hell freezes over and a talk hand that I said I wanted to look into and then a brotherly love also. So I am going to check those books out as well. When hell freezes over, sound like it might be lit. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely check those out. But um, I like the fact that uh, in the last chance, um, and you know, I just read this a few weeks ago. She had, uh, you know, it was basically about these brothers who, you know, had a business, but you know, of course, they have a bunch of bullshit going on along the way or whatever. You know, they into, you know, some shit that's not quite the most legal and you know, whatever, whatever. But I like the fact that she gave the brothers names out of the Bible. You know, mm-hmm. I, I really that, that was kind of like a nice little touch that I thought she put on there and gave the backstory as to why they were named. You know, characters out of the Bible. So, you know, it was like Genesis, Luke, and, you know, shit like that. Malachi, I thought that was really cute. I've always loved that name, but... I love that name, too. Yeah, such a cute name. But definitely, author Darian Lee, D-A-R-R-I-E-N, Lee, L-E-E. 
Arthur. Now, I'm not exactly sure where they're based out of. I'm not going to lie and say that they're from here, but they definitely got some books, some more books that I want to check out. And uh, if y'all haven't read it, definitely check out The Last Chance. And, you know, it's just something basically, you know, like a little entertaining book. It's not one of those self-help Jones or nothing like that. It's just something that you can just read on your leisurely time. If you want a little bit of entertainment, you want to read something that's, you know, relatable to us, you know, black folk. So definitely check them out. Darian Lee, shouts out to them, black business owner. Okay, Darian Lee, I'm mm-hmm. going to check that out because I'm in the market for a new book. Yes, recently. yes, always. I'm actually reading the book right now and I don't want to um, put the author out there, but it didn't, it's not quite grasping me as mm. her book did. Mm. And it's a little disappointing, but I said I was going to give that author another chance to and maybe read something else. But I don't like when I'm reading a book and it's too detailed and and descriptive and dumb shit. Mm. It's like, yeah, because Tommy went here and when they stopped here and, you know, we stopped here and kicked it with the brothers, Dino, Cino, and Gino. And Gino came up and said, oh, man, you tripping. Because Gino always was the one that would trip all the time, ever since we was kids. Way <laughs> back when we was kids, Gino was the one that tripped. And, oh, man, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, that sort of shit, I don't like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, that's not really, I, I don't know. I, I'm probably explaining it wrong, but the way that she's doing it in this new book, she just, she just gets to talking shit like, oh, such and such and such um, bitch cooked for us or whatever like that. Yo, you know that bitch can't cook or whatever like that. You don't want to eat none of her shit. Oh, yeah, you know we don't want to eat none of her shit. Yeah, tell my son don't eat none of her shit either. Oh, you know I got your back. I ain't gonna let him eat none of that shit. Oh, good, good, because you don't want them him to eat none of her shit. It was sort of like that, mm. you know. And it just kind of went on for a couple of, you know, like lines and shit. And, shit, and they just did that a lot. I was like, I, I don't like that. Right. If you ain't telling me no descriptive shit that's gonna be pertinent yeah. to the story, I don't you know. Have to give me just we don't need it. You know, little cute shit or whatever that's gonna play a part and give you personality and give like rhyme or reason as to why that person is is cool, but. I'm painting your picture. Paint your yeah, picture. I don't need all that. That didn't have shit to do with shit. So, but yeah. So, what about you? What you got for us next? I am. Okay, so I have something that I wish someone would have told me. And that is. I wish somebody would have told me that it takes a better person to accept that they're wrong mm. than to just, you know, kind of argue your point down and, you know, kind of um, force yourself to be right or just argue the point of not being wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, not even you don't even have to accept that you're wrong, but it's okay to just back off of it. You know, yeah. you don't have to argue to the death, you know, and just beat it into somebody's head. You know, sometimes it's a stalemate. It's a draw, you know, and we're not going to get any further beyond this. So you have to leave it. You know, yeah. it takes <clears throat> an knowledgeable person because at some point when you're arguing with people, it's after a, after a while, it's dead. It's not it's not going to sway either way. It's just. You like the way you talking and explaining it to the person, and they like to hear themselves doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And um, 
another thing that that kind of that I kind of correlate with that is it's okay to say I don't know. It's so liberating to well for me I know it is. It's liberating. It's just sometimes somebody asks you something just to be like I don't know, you know, and not have to come up with the answer or you know. So that that's what it is. Just you know. I'm still working on that. So not to say I wish somebody would tell you like this is one that I've accomplished myself. I'm still working on not having to be right, you know. And so I I think I've been told that. This is one of those ones that somebody actually did tell me, but it's still not thinking all the way, you know. Because you told the niggas they was wrong. So, <laughs> okay. But no, I I do like I I got that like especially if I'm arguing with um somebody I'm in a relationship with. Yeah. No, you gonna see my point, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to um not everyday hustle, uh, expeditiously with Ti, and he was basically saying that's how he be with um sometimes when he arguing with Tiny like no. You gon' understand where I'm coming from. Mm. And we're not going to bed until you say that you understand where I'm coming from. Because if you don't get it this way, okay, let me try to break it down to you this way. Right. Oh, you don't get it this way? Okay. Let me put this back together and try to break it down. Another mm. way. That's me, you know? Mm. And after a while, even if even if the other person don't really understand what the fuck you said. I'm like, yeah, yeah, motherfucker, yeah, okay, whatever. Just to end this shit. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm done with it. You know, so just it's okay to back down. Not even back down. It's okay to just not be right. It's okay to not be right. And the best, the, my favorite term for that is, you got it. <laughs> mm. You got it. You know, I don't have to be right. If you know. Not if you want to be right, you're right, but I just don't need to be. Yeah. And so you, you had this round. Exactly. It's and it's liberating. Okay. So try that. Oh, was that was that supposed to be to me? No. Oh. No, because <laughs> no, you, you wrapped it up and then like oh, bitch, try that. I'm talking some, to some shade in there with someone would have told me this way, no, bitch. Like, no, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm really talking to me. I don't need to be right, bitch. So, no. <laughs> I'm just Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> on the defense. Just on the defense, bitch. Sorry. I didn't. I, 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 no, no, continue. Yeah. No, but Corey, like, throw that in there with the defensive thing and everything, you know? Just. <sighs> Since you brought it up, Diane, damn. I didn't say nothing. I just made a face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that was yeah. good though. That is good. And you know, you you do just in general have me thinking. So I definitely love it. You have me thinking all the time and just taking a step back and just looking at certain shit. And it's it's helped a lot. So I do appreciate you for that. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. Vice versa for real. Yeah, I really do. I love talking shit though, and I love giving you a hard time because your faces be so funny. It's so hilarious. She fucking hate you. Yeah, I just love it. I love giving you the hardest of times. Uh-huh. Fuck you, bitch. You ain't my master, bitch. Like, fuck you and your time, son. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to wrap gosh. this thing up. Put this puppy to bed. Put my on it. Put me to bed? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to go to bed. Oh, you're going to go to bed. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, 
talk to us, y'all. <laughs> Send us an email at uh, delicate dominance. <laughs> <laughs> delicate dominance at gmail. That's where you can um, send us email. You can just tell us how you're feeling. If you got a dispute with something that we said, you know, you can let us know there. Or if you want some advice, you want us to fuck up your life and give you advice, <laughs> there would be the place where you would request it. Okay. Um, also hit us up on Instagram, um, which is Dale Don Podcast, D-E-L-D-O-M-M-E Podcast on Instagram. Of course. And you can also hit us up always at the official Delicate Dominance Twitter page. If you in the Twitterverse out there, and that's handle at Delicate Dom Pie, official Delicate Dominance on Twitter. Oh, I thought we had one more. I thought you was going to give him the Snapchat. The Snapchat. Man, fuck Snapchat. Because you know what? No, because fuck them. Because you know what? I don't appreciate the app crashing on me. Mm. And then just never recovering all my shit. You know, I'm still salty about that. Yeah. And that was like two years ago. Yeah, you gave up on them. Yeah, fuck them niggas. We'll, we'll give them the OnlyFans then. Got it. <laughs> this is Doms at Delma. <laughs> might see a nipple or two on there it's like no they no only fans don't even don't even start them rumors not mm-hmm. yet shit so it's gonna get to a point to which okay christmas coming up okay hello mm-hmm. all types of shit coming up <laughs> gotta pay the rent bitch all right <laughs> so yes um hit us up on all those platforms and like and share and tell somebody about it send it send it to somebody in a text message you know do how they do when you leave in the voter booth, bitch, text yeah. three friends right, right now. Right mm-hmm. now, okay? You, right now while we watch uh-huh. it, text the, three friends. The, tell them about the podcast. Your friends while you listen to this podcast? Text three of them right now. And, and give me the name. Okay. For example, Molly, Issa, <laughs> and Lawrence. Text three of them right now. For example. Uh-huh. But, but yeah, spread the word, y'all. Um, you know, spread the word. We like to relate to people with things that we share common interests in. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely comment. You know, get the ratings and everything like that. Show love, support, because we appreciate it all. And we appreciate everybody, you know, listening and everything like that, listening to us talk our shit, but you know. Yeah, we do. Love it. <laughs> so, um, I guess we hope to see y'all back here. Um, same time. A few places. <laughs> Drunk as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I am. Oh, no, same. Same. I'm buzzing too. So, yeah. y'all know what to do. Until next time. Oh, it's auto. <laughs> I'm buzzing, buzzing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get your cues. Right. Get your I'm cues, like, bitch. I'm like, I'm like, what's my name? <laughs> it's your name. Your name. My it's, name. Your name. Your name. All day. It's, <laughs> it's auto. It's tipsy auto. It's tipsy auto and Drunk Queen P. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening.